Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. It is so, so nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. So before we get started into today's episode, I just want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. I checked all of my, my statistics and I literally just started this podcast a few weeks ago. And for it to all be like growing and people are listening to me, that is so huge. So thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening. I promise to service you guys with great content, with um my wisdoms and my truths. And I'm just so glad to create this community of people who can all just come here and relate and share and support and connect. So thank you so, so much. This episode is very controversial and I posted this on TikTok and a lot of people was triggered. My TikTok is Allison the Mystic. Please go follow. I will have everything in my bio. Everyone, it seems as if a lot of people was triggered by um this topic and I understand because we don't talk about this topic enough, especially amongst women. We don't talk about this topic a lot. And this topic is why having celebrity crushes and committed relationships is weird. And this took me a very long time to um to actually form a conclusion on because I was not expressive in my truth in the past about it. I used to be that cool girlfriend that was like, oh yeah, he could do whatever he wants. I don't care. I'm not insecure. So he can go to a strip club or he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I don't mind him doing this. I don't mind him doing that because I was trying so hard to be validated because I do currently and I am healing a, an abandonment wound. And when you have an abandonment wound, when you have an attachment wound, it can be very hard for you to come into your authentic, natural truth. And because I've been celibate, go watch my podcast on celibacy. Because I've been celibate, it took me to this point where I can finally say, I do not like celebrity crushes in a committed relationship. And this triggers a lot of people because a lot of women especially do not think there are men out there who can hold space for that truth. A lot of women don't think there's men, that there is relationships that exist that that can say, no, we do not have celebrity crushes. That is weird to us, right? And so it's my it is in my in my duty as someone who is celibate, who's not engaging with anybody, to make sure that I am coming into my entire truth. In this moment in time. So when I do get into a relationship, I'm able to come in a relationship with a list of things that I do allow and do not allow. I'm able to say, no, I do not like celebrity crushes. And if you cannot accept this truth, I am completely fine with that because I am not afraid to be alone. Right. In my celibate journey, I'm not afraid to be alone right now. Being alone is actually a joy to me. I love being alone in my celibate journey. It's amazing. And it raises the standard. It's like, I do not, I'm not afraid to be in this space by myself. So if you cannot hold my standards, if you cannot hold my truth, I'm a-okay with that. I'm a-okay with being by myself until somebody can hold that truth, right? So let's get into this episode. Celebrity crushes in committed relationships are weird. It may it can make anybody feel insecure, especially women. It 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 causes an unsafe space in a committed relationship. And I'm going to give you an example. 
a few months ago, I was in a committed relationship and with a guy who had a celebrity crush over Doja Cat. Now me, I am a I am a petite brown skinned girl. I look absolutely nothing like Doja Cat. My clothes, my my bottoms, I at least wear a size two to four. Yeah. So I look absolutely nothing like Doja Cat. I am built like I am built nothing like her. And before I think, oh, well, whatever, I mean, it's a celebrity crush. What is the odds of him running into her? Because that's usually what we have when we are dealing with the situation. That's the excuse. What's the odds of him actually coming into this person and living out his fantasies with this with this celebrity, right? But for me, although I told myself that, I still had a a bit of resentment towards the situation like something just don't feel right I just feel like this isn't really what I desire and again going back to the cool girlfriend because I was afraid of abandonment because I was afraid of my own truth because I was afraid he was gonna reject my truth I would say still like oh that's okay you know whatever you know I'll leave it alone knowing deep down this was not my full truth. Knowing deep down, I did not like that. And I was very insecure. So whenever I would see Doja Cat, whenever he would play her music in his car, I would feel so insecure because I felt so undesirable compared to her. Because number one, he didn't compliment me as much compared to the people that he really found desirable, right? That was red flag number one. So I already felt very unsecure about the situation and I did not express that in my fullest in my fullest embodiment I couldn't I I was afraid to express that and I did not know something was wrong with that until I came into my celibate journey and I was able now I'm able to see the truth because I'm alone am I afraid of being alone so I'm able to say wait I don't like celebrity crushes in, in committed relationships that actually made me feel very insecure Imagine being in a relationship with somebody who is is desiring somebody, openly expressing the desire, whether they're a celebrity or not, towards somebody else. That would make anybody feel insecure, as they should. They should feel some way about that because it's not right, whether whether or not they are a celebrity. And what we need to stop doing is putting a celebrity and humans in separate boxes. Celebrities are still very human. If that person was to come through the door yes yes that that boy that you are with would risk the relationship yes he would try to live out his fantasies with that celebrity they are still very much human and what we need to stop doing is putting two in different boxes when i am in a community relationship i do not want to hear about your desires toward somebody else that is not my truth i do not want to hear it i do not want to hear about your physical desires i don't want to hear that and people in my in my comments was like well, you can't sit here and not expect him to see other people attractive in a relationship. No, that would be very dumb for me to say, oh, he's not going to see attractive people in the relationship. Matter of fact, my mom will always tell me when you get into a relationship, you have to understand the man is not blind. Of course. However, something that I've learned Seeing an attractive person is like seeing a rainbow in the sky. You know, you notice it. Oh, wow, it's a rainbow in the sky. Oh, wow, that person's attractive. And you keep it going. However, 
there's a difference between that and then pursuing that attraction. And when you are openly expressing your desire, you're saying, oh my God, this, this person, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, she's a, attra- oh my, she's so beautiful. She's attractive. I'll let her do anything to me. When you are openly express- expressing your desire ab- about somebody to your partner, to someone who you should be deeply devoted to, that is a form of pursuing. So what we need to stop doing is saying, well, they're not actually going for it. Yes, they are. If they're openly expressing their desire, they are telling you, I want this person to come and have sex with me. I will date this person. I will be with this person. Right. Because that is that is what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Whenever they openly express their desire, that is what they're saying. Not even in code. Openly. They're openly saying that openly and what we as women need to stop doing is holding space for these men who feel entitled who feel like no I can't do this whatever and because we want to be validated so bad because we are afraid of rejection we accept it we're like yeah I accept him having a crush on Megan Thee Stallion even though I'm a size zero girl and it makes me extremely insecure because I have no butt I have no boobs that makes me extremely insecure but I don't want him to leave I don't want him to reject me so I'm gonna play it off like it's cool. And to add a little sugar on top of the ice cream, <laughs> we as women sometimes say, I put the same exact game. So if he has a celebrity crush, I'm going to find someone who I can also crush on to make him jealous. He's not getting jealous, hon. He's not. He doesn't feel any sort of way. He doesn't. And so it is your job to find a partner or wait or just be single until someone can hold space for that truth. But we continue and we continue to allow these men to come into our lives who cannot hold space for that truth, right? It is up to me to be celibate, to to be in this space until I feel like, okay, they match the standard. They can meet the standard. If they can't meet that standard, oh, well. And having, and I didn't even realize how traumatizing being with someone who has celebrity crush was like it is deeply traumatizing and I was afraid to say I was insecure and because we have weaponized the word insecure amongst women now women feel like I don't want to admit that I have problems with him having celebrity crushes because I'm afraid of the word insecure and that's the whole conversation we can really get into but what I like to touch on is we need to stop weaponizing that word insecure. If I were to say, I am insecure about this, if that partner truly loved you, if this person was truly deeply devoted to you, they would take that and say, you know what, I'm not going to do it because it makes you insecure. There's nothing wrong with being insecure about something. Nothing wrong. And we have weaponized that word. Even the word insecure, it it holds such a strong chokehold on us. Like even the word, it makes us feel like, oh, you know, like no, the word alone is seeing shivers down your spine. We need to stop weaponizing it. And it is weaponized to keep women um, in fear of their power. That is why the word insecure is weaponized. If I were to say, Hey, it makes me insecure that you have a crush on Doja Cat and I look absolutely nothing like her and I'm built nothing like her and you're openly expressing your desire. I'm insecure about that. 
If my partner would say, oh, you're insecure, forget about it. That is not them trying to help me. No, what they are saying is I'm invalidating what you're, I'm invalidating whatever you're going through. I don't care. And I'm trying to keep you in fear of your power. However, a partner who is truly deeply devoted to me, he would say, you're insecure about that. Fine, I can validate that. And what I would do is we will no longer hold space for that. So celebrity crushes, that's not even, that won't exist in our relationship because it makes you insecure. The word insecure should not make you feel powerless. It's a, it's a lot of power in admitting that, hey, I'm insecure about something. We need to stop weaponizing that word. And it's weaponized so much today. And people in my comments were talking about, oh, you're insecure, you're insecure. And it's like, so what? So what? So what if I'm insecure? So what? Yeah, it does. And we as women need to stop weaponizing that word towards each other. If you do not hold space for the truth, that is fine, right? People in my comments was like, um, that's your opinion. Who cares? No, there's a lot of people who probably care about this, which is why I'm making a podcast and which is why people are wanting to tune in because they care. They care. You don't have to hold space for my truth. You don't have to agree with me on everything that I say. But if you do not agree with me, why are you on my page? Why are you tuned in? Why are you on my TikTok scrolling? Why? If you cannot hold space for this truth, block. Don't listen. Don't watch. And so back to my main point. Having celebrity crushes in a committed relationship is very weird. And somebody even made a video on TikTok. Um, this guy was like, I had to cut off somebody because the girl that I was with, she kept obsessing over her celebrity crush and it made me extremely insecure. And I felt so dumb for cutting her off. And I'm like, no, you should have not felt dumb. That is a valid reason to cut somebody off. If you feel unsafe because their celebrity crush is... um. Let's say, for example, Rihanna, and you're a dark-skinned girl, you have every right to tell your partner, hey, I don't want to continue this relationship because your celebrity crush is telling me everything I need to know about who you find who you find desirable. I don't want to be in this, in this relationship. There is nothing wrong with admitting that. There's nothing wrong with um, ending a relationship because of that. And we need to normalize saying celebrity crushes. It's just weird. It's not. It's, it's just it's it's very strange. You're obsessing over someone who do not know you. You are obsessing over someone who do not know of your existence. And you are speaking of this obsession towards someone who do know of you to someone who do love you towards someone who is deeply devoted to you. You're literally obsessed with someone who would not care if you died tomorrow. <laughs> Celebrity obsession is literally so weird to me. Like I always found that like I talk to my mom about it all the time. Like when people obsess over celebrities, it's weird. Like this person do not know of you. They do not know you exist. And it's extremely strange. Like you could die the exact like the next day and they would not know. They would not post you on their page. They would not pay for funeral expenses. Like this per this person do not know of you. Why are you obsessing that to someone who is deeply devoted to you, who do want to commit to only you? It's weird. It is weird. And it was this person on my TikTok saying, um, I love Frank Ocean and nothing is changing that. And I would have babies with him and my partner noticed and he doesn't have a problem with it. 
that is extremely the most toxic BS I've ever heard. The most toxic BS I've ever heard. Imagine being with somebody who is openly expressing their desire towards having a baby with somebody else. Celebrity or not, celebrities are still human. Stop separating them both. Still very human. If they were to, if they were to walk through that door, your partner would risk that relationship. Your partner would. Your partner would go after that celebrity. Your partner would go after that person. And they would jeopardize the, the relationship because they deeply desire that person. They do. And it took me, and I cannot believe it took me such a long time to finally come into this truth. I don't like celebrity crushes in relationships. I don't. It normalizes, it normalizes, it's not like cheating, but it opens the door up to it. Having crushes in a committed relationship, period, is weird. Weird, period. Celebrity or not, having that in relationships, period, is weird. It is a form of pursuing. People think when I say pursuing, I'm saying like they're actually calling them. They're actually taking them on dates. No, pursuing is also saying, oh my God, that is an attractive person. Oh, I want that person. I want I want that person to be in bed with me. I want to have sex with that person. I want, I want to be with that person, right? That is a form of me pursuing them. It doesn't matter if I'm not actively calling them. Or actually going out on dates with them. Just me openly expressing that desire. I am saying. I am pursuing that person. I am. And I talk to women especially on this. Because number one. My podcast is direct. Is directly. Is is directed towards women. I, I, I speak to women especially on this. Because we as women has been. Far moved from our truth. A lot of us are scared of our own truth. A lot of us, and it's very sad to say, but in this lifetime, a lot of us will not come into our full truth. A lot of women in this lifetime will not be able to come into their full truth. Sit on that. That is why it's important for me to make, that's why it was so important for me to create this podcast because it touched me how, how many women are so wounded and their energy, they're with men who validate those wounds. And they don't know healthy relationships that do not include any of this exists. That is extremely sad to me. It's sad to me. Women are are so in their abandonment womb. They, they act so much in that wound of, of abandonment and attachment they can't see that these things are valid. They can't see that saying, oh, no, I don't like having celebrity crushes in relationships is completely valid. A girl in my comments was like, uh, yeah, my toxic trait is him. I, I don't want him to be attracted to anybody. How is that a, tra- a, a toxic trait? <laughs> How is that a toxic trait? But because we are so in this wound of abandonment, rejection, attachment, we can't see the things that we consider toxic. It's not toxic. It's normal. It's normal to say, I don't want you to be attracted to anybody else in the relationship except me. Because you are deeply devoted to me. I want you to, I want you to be only be committed to me. That is my truth. 
That is my truth. How is that a toxic trait? How is it toxic for me to say, no, you having a crush on Doja Cat when I am a brown skinned petite woman is weird. It makes me feel insecure. I don't like it. Me, if I would have a partner that said, oh, Taylor Swift is so beautiful. I want her. I desire her. As a black girl, I have every right to say, okay, that is weird. Wait a minute. I don't think we can continue this relationship because that tells me everything I need to know about your desires, about who you find attractive. Right? Right. There is nothing wrong with admitting that someone's attractive. Seeing an attractive person is like seeing blue on somebody's t-shirt. Wow, that's a nice shirt. They, they have, I love that blue on their shirt, right? Wow. And you keep it going. There's a difference. However, it becomes toxic when you are saving photos of that per- of that person in your phone. You are talking about them obsessively. You're you're saying, "Oh my god, that person is oh, I will that that person can literally have sex with me. I do not mind them doing anything to me." And you're saying that to your partner. That is so toxic. And when we are talking about Building security in a relationship, building trust in a relationship, these things play a big role. So when a relationship lacks trust, when a relationship, it lacks that security, we have to ask these questions because these play a huge, a huge role. Whether you think that or not, it does. It does. And because we women do not want to admit this truth, because we women are so afraid of a man leaving us, we need to we need to literally get out of that. We are so afraid of being rejected. We're so afraid of a man saying, "Okay, well, I'll, I I don't I don't want to be in this relationship anymore." We're so afraid of hearing that. So we block out our own truth and we stay miserable in these relationships. We're unfulfilled in these relationships. And the reason why I speak so passionately about this is because I went through it a few months ago. Unfulfilled, not happy, not in my skin, not in my embodiment, acting in my wounds Acting not in my truth, being unauthentic, these things make me miserable, guys. It made me feel like I was on, I was in hell. Like I was not happy in the, in the, in the relationship. I was not joyful because I was not in my truth. And if I was to be in my truth, I would be so much happier. I wish, I wish, I wish I had this mentality. And which is why I hope that you guys are really listening to me when I say whatever is your truth, accept that and go into relationships with that. With that, because if not, you will be miserable. Your life will be hell on earth. It will be miserable. Your relationship will not last. And if it do last, you will have a very unfulfilled life in that relationship, right? It will not be fun. It won't be. You will be insecure. You will be unsatisfied. You will be um, 
you will be powerless. You'll be acting out of power. And the entire thing would just be a screw up because you cannot because you cannot act in your truth because you are afraid to admit what you find worthy. Now, I am able now that I'm sitting in my truth, I'm able to take this truth and happily I can go into my next relationship with this. And if my partner were to say, I don't accept that, I could say, okay, whatever. I'm okay with that. I was celibate for, you know, th- these few months, these few these few years. I don't care. I'm okay with being alone. I could do it again. And again, 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 so I find that person that can match that standard. Stop being so afraid of rejection. I know that, you know, when, when I say that, it's like, well, you know, I it's a, it's a work in progress. I understand that. But I really want you guys to understand rejection is not the thing that you should be afraid of. <laughs> what you should be afraid of is being miserable and being insecure in a, in, a, in a relationship that should bring you happiness. That is what you should be afraid of. Unfulfillment, not rejection, but being unfulfilled. Rejection can be a big blessing when it stops you from being unfulfilled. Sometimes the rejection, is the biggest blessing, unfulfillment is never a blessing, hon. So you should be you should be more afraid of being unfulfilled, unsatisfied than being rejected. So we need to work on, especially in our community of women, we need to work on abandonment wounds and attachment wounds. We need to work on that. And because I've been celibate, I've been heavenly working on that. And so now I can come into this podcast and say, I do not like celebrity crushes in a committed relationship. And whether you attack me for it or not, I do not care about the attacks. I do not care if you disagree with that because it's my truth. I don't care if you agree if you disagree. I'm not, I'm not even going to hold space for a debate. It's my truth. I don't care. This is my truth. This is what I like. This is what I do not like. If you cannot accept that, leave. Right? And that is what I want women to come into. As a size zero girl, it should hurt when you hear a partner say, Megan Thee Stallion, I desire her. Oh, I want her. She's beautiful. Oh, my God. And he's saving photos of her. He's um, he's saving photos of her. He's he's obsessing over her. He's liking every photo of her on um Instagram. It should make you insecure. It it that's that's valid. That is completely valid. It's so valid. And if your partner was a safe space, he would validate you. But because your partner is not a safe space, he cannot hold feminine principles. He is not in listen to my podcast on on authentic sexuality because your partner is not in his authentic authentic sexuality he do not he who do he didn't i'm stuttering you guys (laughs) i talk real fast like the stuttering he does not know how to hold a safe space for you because he because he's not in his authentic sexuality he cannot hold a safe space for you so he does things like following naked IG girls, liking um, naked IG girls pictures because he's not a safe space. He's not in his authentic sexuality. So how can he move you into your authentic sexuality if he is not embodied in his own? uh, Stop being with men 
who is not embodied in their own space. This man is not a safe space. This man continues to talk about his celebrity crush. He continues to talk about his crush, period. He continues to to fantasize about other women around you because he is not a safe space, because he does not care to be a safe space. And because you are afraid of rejection, because you are afraid of being abandoned, you cannot live in your own truth. A man who is deeply devoted to you, he should not be following naked IG and liking naked IG women pictures. There's nothing wrong with being in a committed relationship and saying, hey, um, I see that you're following these these girls. I see you're liking these girls pictures. I don't like that. I don't want you to follow these girls. That makes me insecure. Going back to the weaponization of insecure, that makes me insecure. And who cares if I'm, if I'm insecure? Change it. Change your behavior. But instead, what we do is we see it and we're like, oh, well, I'm the cool girlfriend, right? I mean, I don't care. I mean, he could do whatever. I'm the insecure. I'm the insecure. Yes, you are. You don't like that. But you're afraid of rejection. You're wounded. You're in your wounded feminine energy. And what we need to do is we need to move that wounded energy into a healed space. And then what we do is these wounded women, they make content. They share their wounded truths. Not even that wounded truths. Hold up, y'all. <laughs> they share their wounded opinion to other women. And this creates this wounded space. And so then when mom like me, who is healed, who is healing, who is acting in her truth, when I come out with a podcast episode like this, or when I say something like this, it, it, hits, a, it hits a nerve. It's like, oh, wait a minute. That's not normal. You're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. You're just wounded. And you're not, you're not used to seeing women who are healed and who are healing. You're not used to seeing that. You're not used to seeing women acting in power because you're so wounded, right? And that is why it triggers so many women because they they come from this wounded space. And so when I come from this healed space and I'm saying my whole entire truth without without the the um opinion, without the the fear of rejection, it it hits a nerve. It's like, "Oh, you're not afraid?" Oh, so you so so you think that's normal? Yeah, that is normal. That is normal to have a relationship where they're not crushing on anybody other than me. <laughs> like, come on now. That's normal. That's not toxic. That is normal. I don't want if I'm in a committed relationship, you guys, I do not want my man looking at other women, fantasizing about other women, having wandering eyes. No. Why would you want that? As a woman who is a, who is, who is a secure attachment style, I don't want that. No, I used to be an anxious attachment style. When when I was acting in anxious attachment, I was like, oh, he could do whatever he wanted. Oh, he could he could do this, he could do that because I was afraid of him leaving me. Now that I'm secure, I'm secure within my own being. I'm celibate. I'm I'm in this. I'm in my own space. I can say whatever. If if that person wants to leave, they can leave. Child, I don't care. So many women can't say that. That's why it triggers. 
No, you will not be able to. You will not be able to like naked IG women pictures around me. That's crazy. Why do you even entertain that? Why? Why? That's not normal. And when he does stuff like that, he is telling you he is not serious about you. He is not deeply devoted to you. He does not really want you. He wants her and he wants her and he wants her and he wants her and her and her and her and her. He does not want you, hon. He doesn't. He doesn't want you. When he is liking these naked IG women pictures, he is saying, I'll be open to a threesome. I will be open to having sex with other women. Why would you want to be in a relationship like that? A man who is fantasizing about other women, who watches porn. I'm pretty sure he's watching porn. If he is liking these pictures, if he is liking these women, oh, baby, definitely believe he's watching porn. He's doing something other than being deeply devoted to you. He's watching porn. And why would you even want to be with a man who is so unsafe like that? He's un- he's an unsafe space. He is not secure within himself. And so he cannot make you secure within yourself. And he cannot create security within a relationship. He can't. He's not serious. He's not serious about, about our relationship with you. He's not. If he was, he would not be having celebrity crushes, crushes, period, in the relationship. He would not be fantasizing and liking other women pictures he would not do that and you as a woman me as a woman we as women need to start leaving men like this leaving them in the dust you can't create a safe space for me you want to invalidate me you want to you want to um make me feel insecure you know what bye 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 but we as women keep saying hi Hello? Yeah, I can create a space for you. Why? Stop it. Stop it. And I know you guys, I'm yelling at you guys or like I'm getting on to you guys, but I'm just, I want us women to live in our truth about what we want in these relationships because I see so many women come come to me and they complain about, Oh, this he makes me feel so insecure, and he does this, and he does that, and he does this, and it's like, when as we are going, when are, when are we going to take accountability and say we have the power? We have the power. Either you're going to stand fully in your truth, or you're going to leave. But we continue to entertain these men. We entertain these men. We continue to give excuses. I don't care if he has a celebrity crush because, I mean, what's the odds of him meeting her? What's the odds of him finding, um, of him living out his fantasies with her? That's not what you should even be worried about. The fact that he's crushing on somebody other than you is pretty freaking weird. And let's say if he did meet this woman and he was still in the relationship with you. Oh, baby, best believe he would have sex with her. Best believe that he and that should make you feel some sort of insecurity that should make you feel unsafe. The fact that he will have sex with someone other than you and with him openly expressing his desire. He's telling you gladly. He's oh, he's admitting gladly. Oh, yes, I would love to have sex with that person. That is girl. Come on now. Come on now. That is a relationship killer in my books. In my books, that is a relationship killer. That will kill a relationship with me.
that will. And they have no shame in that. I can stand fully in that. And this may trigger a lot of women. It should. It should awaken the, the conscious in women. And I hope, and I really do hope that in this podcast EP, you was moved. Because when I told I said earlier in the, in the episode how a lot of women in this lifetime will not be able to come into their truth. That made me so sad to say. In my family, there are so many women who are with men who have cheated on them, who have did them dirt tea. And they're they're older. They're they're 60 something, 50 something. They're 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 older. They're not teenagers. They're not 20 something. It's not cute. It's not cute. You're not the victim. We have to stop living in victimhood. At some point, you have to start taking accountability for the way these men treat you. At some point, you have to. Because when you get 80, something that Victoria mentioned in her podcast, when you, and I love this point, when you get 80-something, when you get 70-something years old, that victimhood mentality of, oh, I'm, I'm just treated so badly and I'm always the victim and I'm just this sweet little girl who keeps getting hurt by these men, that does not become cute at 80 years old. That isn't cute at 80. That isn't cute at 70. That isn't cute. That, that's not even cute now. It's not cute. At some point, you have to start taking accountability and saying, you know what? I'm not living in my truth. So I cannot blame when I find a man who is not who is also not living in his truth. At some point, you have to start taking accountability for your actions. It was it's my it's my duty in this space of celibacy, in this space of alone time for me to come so deeply embodied in my truth. I attract nothing but deeply devoted men who wants only but me. If I'm I'm deeply devoted in my truth, right? So that means it would be on me, it would be my fault for me to be with a man and allow a man to create unsafe spaces for me now I can look at myself and say okay take some accountability girl you knew what was up you knew you're not the victim you're not the victim you're afraid of rejection and so you allow this man to dog you out stop it and come into your truth if your truth is he is not going to be liking IG model pictures. He is not going to have celebrity crushes. He is not going to be doing this. He is not going to be going want to go to strip clubs with his friends and stay there till 2 a.m. in the morning. He is not going to be watching porn. If that is your truth, accept it. Accept it. Accept it. And move on. And if he cannot accept it, if your partner cannot accept that truth, you need to leave. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so now that I got all that out of my chest, because you guys, I know this episode was like a lecture. I feel like this was more of a lecture. I know you guys. I When it comes down to the women that's tuning in, you guys are like my family. Like we're sisters. And as like this big sister, I feel like a big sister. I feel as if I need to really like be that be that voice that is like, no, 
No, you know, because so many women do not have that friend, do not have that sister. And I feel like this podcast is like that big sister that is like, okay, girl, no, no, no. I'm that friend that is going to be like, oh, no, oh, no. Okay, <laughs> no. Uh, and I want to be that voice for you guys, and which is why I'm so passionate, because it's important that you got that, that these women, that we as women, we wake up, we wake up. I want you guys to wake up and I want you guys to come into your truth because your truth is valid. Your truth is honorable. It's beautiful. And the person that is with you should honor your truth. So ending that, this podcast episode, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for holding space for this truth. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Follow my social medias, everything in my bio. Make sure to go support my store, Sacred Sharp. I sell candles. I will soon be coming out with Yoni's themes. Um, I posted a video on how I make my Yoni's themes on my Instagram and my TikTok. And my Yoni's themes help with menstrual cramps. And I'm so passionate about creating products that help women out physically because I understand how having these cramps are is 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 literally so painful I know and the yoni themes that I have that I created for myself have healed me and I'm going to soon be coming out with that so make sure you go support my shop on Etsy because those will be coming out very soon so yeah I love you guys so so much thank you guys so much for tuning in I love you